Hey everybody, this is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And there's no guest this time. This time it's just going to be me talking to you. And this is me. I, I kind of want to think of this episode as me being the favorite uncle to the 18 to 34 year olds in my audience. Now I know there's people in my audience that are older that are my age also. Some of this stuff you're going to relate to. Who am I kidding? You're going to relate to all of it. So to you young ones listening, this is just for you. And um, like I said, just think of me as your favorite uncle giving you some advice, okay? S. Anthony helps you. Check it out. You're going to love it. Hey, everybody, this is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. No guest this week, my friend. This time, I want to talk to you. Me, you. That's it. I have some guests coming up later, but this is important. I got to tell you, my friends, some information from me, your friend, to you. I am 50 years old and I am getting really sick and tired of turning on television and having all of these people lie to you about what you are and how it is and all of that garbage. No, 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 no. And this is a special shout out to the young people in my audience. I know I have a lot of 18 to 34 year olds listening and for the 18 to 34 year olds, this is important for you to know everybody older than that. You're going to understand what I'm saying. And it's important for you to listen to this, youngsters. Let me tell you. Here's the truth. The moment you turn 34 and one second, it's over for you. You're done. It's over. You're finished. I know what you're thinking. I saw a guy the other night who was a professional athlete and he was 34 years old and he scored a lot of points or he fought this guy and he knocked him out or he did this, that, and this, that, and the other. Yes, I know that. Do you know why they made such a big deal about it? Because he's 34. When a 28-year-old guy who does all of these dunks and slams this and runs that, nobody gives a crap about it. They just go, hey, he had a great game. He had a great fight. But when a guy's 34, they're like, oh, my goodness, look what he did. They talk about him the same way you talk about a 2-year-old or an 18-month-old that goes to the bathroom by themselves. It's a major accomplishment. They talk about him the same way you talk about a baby when it takes his first steps. Hey, Justin's walking. That's the way they talk about it, right? Because they know. They don't want to tell you, but they know. When you're 18, you're climbing up the hill. 19. 20. 21. 22, 23, 24, 25. Now you're entering your peak. 25 to 33. Oh, you're at your best. You're looking your best. You got your man body. You got your strength. You're feeling good. You get to 28, 29, 30. Now, all of a sudden, you look like a man, man, not a young man, but a man, man. And people start actually paying attention to your opinions and thinking that you know something. 33, 34. You're now at the top of the hill and you're 34. And one second. And that's when it happens. This is you between 18 and 33 and 364 days. Yeah! Ooh! You're going up the hill. And then you hit 34 in one second. Ooh! 
you're on your way down, down. I'm telling you as a 50-year-old, <laughs> it's over for you. Sorry. People in their 34 goes, hey, man, I still have it. <laughs> no, you don't. It was in your pocket that whole time. You had it handed to you at 18 and you put it in your pocket and you had it. And as you went up the hill, 21, 22, 23, 24, you had a whole lot of it. You, you had a bunch of it. And when you were 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, and 33, man, you were at the peak of it. And then you got to the top of the hill at 34 and it fell out of your pocket and rolled back down the hill for the next crop of 18-year-olds so they can have it. For those of you that are still able to do things after 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, you're running on it chips. You had it in your pocket so long, some of it rubbed off in your pocket. So every once in a while, you can still stick your hand in your pocket and grab a little bit of it. So it looks like you still have it, but you don't have it. You have it chips and it dust. That's all you got. So sorry. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, things that were easy for you are not that easy. Oh, I don't want to get graphic, but some things you can still do, but you can't do it like you used to do it before. You can't do it as often as you used to do it before. Maybe you can do it as often as you can do it before, but you can't recover from it like you did before, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and you two ladies, don't act like you're the same as you were when you were younger. You also, the same thing happens. You had it. You got to the top of the hill and it came out of your pocket and rolled back down the hill so the next crop of young 18 year old women now have it you look in the mirror and you say i still have it just like the men look in the mirror and they still have it but you're running on it chips just like the guys it's all the same we're all turning into pieces of crap the second we hit 34 and one second come on now right Every newspaper article, the hottest people under 40, not over 40, under 40. They're just trying to make you feel good because they know you're running on it chips. So sorry. Right? You can't do the same things you used to do. You know you can't. Right? When you were younger, you were just running through life and you saw that winner's tape and you broke through that tape with your chest and you Yes, I'm the best. Now you still break the tape, but you break the tape by passing out and falling over it. When you were younger, right after the race of life, the interviewer would come up to you and you'd still be sitting there going, oh, it was a great race. I look forward to racing again and this, that and the other. When you get past 40 years old, the person can't interview you after the race. They got to interview you via Skype from your hospital room and your voice doesn't sound too good because you got an oxygen cup over your face. How was that race? Oh, the race is pretty good. Uh. Can we call you back when you don't have oxygen on your face? Yeah, you're going to have to call me back in a month because the doctor says I'm really, really in bad shape. Okay, you're a wreck. Let me going to go find some 18-year-olds who actually have it because you're running on it chips. And that's what happens between 34 and 40. You could lie to yourself that you have it. Then you get to 40 and the realization hits you. 
and you start feeling bad. You realize you don't have it. You look in your pocket and you realize you have nothing but it chips and you're really careful with your it chips. You don't want to waste them. I mean, they're kind of slowly dissolving away anyway, but you want to try to make the most out of them, right? Everybody wants you to go dancing, but you know, daggone, well, if you go dancing, you're going to pull a muscle in your leg. Hell no. You got a wedding to go to six weeks from now, and you don't feel like having Charlie horses. I'm a little busy. Uh, you only got one dance left in your old body, and you know it. You got one dance every four months, and you can't waste this one. And you look in your pocket and the it chips have disappeared. And you're going, oh, no, I hope I have enough it chips to go to this wedding and dance. Uh, and you feel bad. 42, 43, 44, 45, uh, 45. When you hit 45, all of a sudden you start noticing the young women aren't flirting with you anymore. A couple of them do. And you overhear things like he's old, but he's still kind of cute. Uh, Everything has a qualifier on it. Hey, you're pretty good for your age. Uh, all the qualifiers show up. Qualifiers show up like qualifiers to any compliments you get are like Internet trolls. They just kind of pop up when you don't want to hear them. You're playing basketball with a bunch of young guys. You sing some shots. You're doing good and everything. Right. Hey, old man, you still got a little. You're still doing pretty good, old guy. <laughs> and you're feeling good about yourself. Yeah, but they called you old guy. And you're going, wait a minute. They, well, they called me old guy. What does that mean? Uh, and you sit down and you watch them play basketball. And you notice that because your old behind's not out there playing with them, they're actually playing harder now because they're playing against people they consider a threat. And you realize that the 25 minutes that you were out there, they were actually all taking it easy on you. Yeah. Right. Then you try to join back in on the game and they go, oh, well, could you, you'll get next game, bro. You get next game. We got this going. And basically what they're saying is now that we're playing seriously and we're playing someone that we're competitive with, we don't want to have to slow down to keep your old behind from dying on this court. Sit down, Gramps. We don't have time to babysit you. Sit down. They don't say that, but their faces do. Oh. We'll be back right after this short message. And now, back to the show. And I'm 50. Oh. And the 45-year-olds, they, they go through what I just described, but I'm 50. So you know what that means for me, don't you? Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. Damn it. When the young girls are nice to me, and when I mean young girls, I mean between the ages of 21 and 26, when they're nice to me, it ain't nice to me because they think I'm cute. They're nice to me because they think I'm a cute old guy. Oh, right. And I saw one lady was looking at me and I'm going, ah, I'm not going to do anything with the woman. I'm not going to approach the woman, but it's really nice to see a beautiful young lady looking at me like a piece of meat. You're damn right. I'm still a piece of meat. Yeah, Jack piece of meat me <clears throat> and she pulls out a phone i'm like i'm trying to figure out a polite way to let her know that i'm not going to take her phone number because you know the age difference is just too much and she scrolls through and then she shows me a picture of someone that looks kind of like her but it's about 20 years older it's her mom <sighs> granted i i I took her mom's phone number. I mean, she looked just like the mom was fine. 
<laughs> I'm not an idiot, <laughs> but that's not the important part. I, I, I would rather have her want to jump on top of me than try to pawn me off on her mom, but I'm glad she pawned me off on her mom. My mom was just like her, just a 20 year older and more age appropriate. And, you know, unfortunately her mom was nuts and I had to break up with it because she was crazy, but <clears throat> that's not the point. <laughs> Moving on. But I'm telling you now, my friends, this is my advice to everybody. You know, just realize that my friends, your friend, that's Anthony Thomas, is telling you, once you get to 34 years old, it's over for you. Embrace it. Realize that your best days are behind you and all you're doing right now is slowly falling apart. I'm sorry, I didn't make up the rules. Come on. You notice you're falling apart, don't you? Don't act like you don't know you're falling apart. Come on. You ain't fooling anybody. Right? It's like when you drive your car. You had that car for eight years. You think it drives the same way it did when you got it? Of course not. You hear that rattling every time you drive down the road. You didn't hear that rattling when the car was new, did you? Something's rattling around the door. Right? Are those the same tires you had when you got the car? Of course not. You had to change those tires five times in eight years. Yeah, I said it. Come on now. Open up the trunk. Is that the same carpet? It is. Does it look as fresh and plush as when you got the car? Does it discolored and it's got some rips in it? Come on now. Walk around to the front of your car. Open up the hood. How many of those parts are the original parts? Hmm. Right? Are those belts and the hoses the same belts and the hoses you had when you got the car? Of course not. You had to change them four times. You know what I'm talking about. It's the same thing with your body. Every few years, every cell in your body is a new cell. It's replaced by an old cell. You're not even the same person you were a few years ago. I mean, I, I, the soul cells don't exist anymore. They were replaced with new, slightly less efficient cells. Yeah, no matter how much granola you eat and water you drink and diet ice cubes you use and granola sandwiches and lettuce burgers you eat, now how many sit-ups and running and push-ups and crunches and quadruple crunches you do is going to stop it. You're turning into a tub of crap. Yeah, I said it. Come on now. You know what I mean. But here's the plus after all of that negativity. <laughs> when you get to my age, when you get to 50, you're not like the 40s version of yourself where you're deluding yourself and you're depressed about it. You get to 50, you don't care anymore. I am wearing glasses right now. I didn't need glasses 10 years ago. I don't need glasses to walk around and do things. I just need glasses when I need to read small print. 10 years ago, I didn't need glasses, but I do now. Uh, right? All of a sudden, when I eat my vitamins, it's not vitamins that everybody else eats. It's always stuff with the word silver in it, right? Silver, something silver, that silver. Drink silver, Centrum silver. Everything's got silver in it. Yeah, I know I got white hair. Shut up. You don't have to keep reminding me by name and everything silver, right? Silver slippers, silver fox, all that crap. Shut up, punks. 
sick of that silver crap. You make me sick. I know I'm falling apart. You know, yeah, I got all my hair, but turning, well, I mean turning, it's turn white. <sighs> but when you're 50, you realize it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. And that's one of the great things. When I was younger, when I was heavy the first time, when I would go to the gym and my stomach was a little soft and my pecs were a little soft and I went to the gym, I wore these baggy shirts. I was ashamed. Oh, I don't want anybody to see. I got a little bit of a gut. I don't want to see anybody that my pecs are sagging a little bit. But when you turn 50, I'm in the process of working out and getting back in shape. When you turn 50, you go to the door, you go to the car with your shirt off and don't give a crap if anybody sees your belly's a little soft and your pecs are a little saggy. You know why you don't care? Because you're 50. What the hell do you care? And here's the thing. People know you're 50 and they don't say anything. They don't make fun of you. If you were 25 and looked like that, as soon as you walk back in the house, oh, look at that guy's pecs sagging. <laughs> look at that gut. <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> fat slop. Fat. <laughs> He's disgusting. <laughs> He's fat. He's fat. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> You go downstairs at 50 years old, your belly's a little soft, your pecs sag a little bit. Guess what people say? Nothing, because they expect that stuff. And in fact, if you make your pecs sag a little less and you suck your belly in a little bit, you know, and you, I mean, not suck your gut in, but work your gut down a little bit when they walk outside, they remembered how you sagged and your belly jiggled a little bit when you went to the car. And what happens? Everybody, hey, looking good, buddy. Looking good. They say good thing. Looking good. Oh, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Looking good, buddy. Hey, you working out, buddy? You working out? Mr. Mr. Thomas, you're looking good. Mr. Thomas, that's great, right? If you're 25 years old, you walk outside. Your belly was jiggling a little bit and your pecs are sagging a little bit and your pecs sag just a little less and your belly is a little smaller. You know what they say when you go, you're still fat, ha, still, ha, still fat, ha, you're a nice tribe, you better go to the gym some more, you better double up on the gym, fat boy, ha, you fat, ha, job on the hood, ha, that's right. So there's some perks to being the old guy and I take advantage of those perks. About six to nine months from now, I'm going to have a flat stomach and my chest will be chiseled and I can't wait to walk outside. I know when you, I'll, be, I'll still be 50. I'm going to walk outside still 50 and you know what's going to happen. I'm going to get to take advantage of the old guy grade curve. I'll walk outside and I'll go, hey, look at that guy right there. He's 50 still. And look at that. He's almost, he's got the 50, he got the old guy version of a six pack. Whoa. He's got the old guy version of a nice chest. Whoa. He's looking good, looking good, right? And I'll walk to the car. Hey, Mr. Thomas, oh, man, you look incredible, looking great, and look incredible, looking, you looking double incredible, and quadruple, and great, incredible, incredible, yay. Why, well, thank you, Nuri Boost, thank you, neighbors. <laughs> well, they might go, okay, uh, ever since he got in the shape, he's actually walking around all the time with his shirt off. I mean, it's negative 16 degrees outside, maybe he shouldn't do that. Mr. Thomas, do you realize you have frostbite? Maybe you should go back in the house and stop making excuses for people to see you with your shirt off. <laughs> Mind your business. Also call an ambulance. I can't move. <laughs> Moving on. But if you're 25 years old and you get in shape, right, you get back to having a six pack that you should have and a double pack and a quadruple pack and the great chest all chiseled up. You walk out to the car looking great and people go, about time. About time you did that. He's 25 years old. He should be in that kind of shape. 
Speaking of shape, remember last year when he was a fat guy, fat guy, <laughs> when he was fat, <laughs> he's going to get fat again, <laughs> fat, 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 <laughs> he's not, you know, that old guy's even better than Chad, oh, that old guy's in better shape than you, <laughs> So, just remember this, folks, 34 and one second means it's over for you. But here's the positive side. 50 years and one second means you don't give a crap. You don't care. You daggone right. Just remember, this is a message from me, your friend, that's Anthony Thomas. I'm just trying to help you. See it. All right, folks, got another episode in the books. And as always, thank you guys for stopping by. It's been a lot of new listeners, which means that you guys have been telling people about the show. And I really, really appreciate it because a lot of, I've actually been getting a lot of plays, not only on the interviews, but on the episodes when it's just me talking to you. And I really, really appreciate that. Much love to you all. And we'll be back next time with we're going to have more interviews and, of course, more talks between me and you. Much love to you all. Take care.